go, Quake Show on three, one, two, three. Quake Show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Quake Show show, your first episode of 2023. We're back with the weekly podcast going into the season. And uh, today we just had our first practice. So by the time you're listening to this, first practice was underway this morning in the bubble. Uh, we were there not really bright and early because the sun wasn't up yet, but um, we were there you know, this morning. Everyone was working hard, getting after it. It was great to see everyone. Everyone looks good. Everyone looks sharp. And uh, there's really a good feeling about the program. All the players have this sense of urgency, this sense of unfinished business. And, you know, they have a big goal and a chip on their shoulder this year. So it seems as if, you know, they're going to hit their ground running and really put the pedal to the metal and just be really excited to work going forward this season. A quick update on the Michael John renovation project. They have laid down the first level of stone. And for those of you who are field experts, they have, there are two levels of stone and then they put some, the rubber pellets and some sand in there and then the actual turf to sort of solidify everything. So we're on the first level of stone, which is obviously a great movement in the right direction. The pitching development area also is in the works and looking good. There's been a lot of discussion about the hooks for the, uh, for the pitching armbands and everything. So on a big ply wall. So all that's being taken care of now and everything really looks good. And we're excited to have you all down there this spring. Our next update is that we are now on TikTok. So give us a follow and like our videos. We can be found at, at UPenn Baseball on TikTok. Like I said, it's a brand new account. We'll be posting all of our videos there as well. And just really excited to get started on that project and on that platform as well. Along with that, we are starting up some other analytically focused social media pages. So once again, be on the lookout for that. We'll announce everything when you know that gets up and running. We have some really cool plans because the analytics team, um, the guys who are doing some stats, really are doing a really awesome job. We want to showcase what they're doing. We want to showcase what our players are capable of doing on the field. And, and bringing an analytical point of view into social media is something that can be really interesting to people who follow along. So we'll make sure to share that information when it gets posted. Last but not least, we have our winter high school camp coming up on Saturday, January 21st. That'll be in the bubble on campus. You can find the registration link and more information in the description of this bio. But right now, we're going to get into our interview with Asa Wilson, sophomore catcher for the Quakers. Asa and I spoke last September um, just about you know his role on the team being thrown into really what something he wasn't expected and how he found success in his freshman season. Hope you enjoy. All right, everyone, I'm here with Asa Wilson, sophomore catcher for the Penn Quakers. Asa, what's up, dude? Thanks for coming on. How's it going? Good. I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, all right, we'll get right into it. Uh, first question I have for you, you know, like I've been asking a lot of the other players I, I've been interviewing is what was your specific recruiting process like? What coach first noticed you? Was it at a camp, showcase, tournament? Talk to us, you know, talk us through that whole process from your point of view. Yeah, so my recruiting process started early. Like my parents made sure I got on that early. Mm -hmm. um, started my freshman year, like before my freshman year started in high school. I was looking at schools, going to some camps, going to some PBR events, nothing serious. Obviously coaches couldn't talk to me. And that's how it was for like two, three years. Um, 
yeah and then there was one event called show ball in florida yep and both coach yerk and sant were down there and actually i have a funny story it was a we were doing exit velos and sant was in charge of it and i hit this one ball and he said 94 i'm like let's go that would have been my best mm. um i walk out of the cage and he's like nope that was 89 <laughs> i was like what I was in like, he just had 94. In that dry sense of humor that he has? Yeah. And I was like, is he joking? Is he messing with me? Is he testing me? So I get out of the cage. And then he actually tells the guy, Ace Wilson, 89 miles an hour. And I was like, could have sworn he said 94. Right. So I go back in. I talk to him. I'm like, Sant, our coach, didn't you say it was 94? He's like, no. But I'll give you one more shot. So I get in there. I, like, take the biggest tack I can. I think it was, like, 88. I was like, oh, damn it. So got out the cage. I was pretty frustrated. I'm like, who's this pen guy? Like, I, he, I could have sworn he said 94 and it's 89. So like the whole day, I'm like, all right, pen. Okay. But then I played a game and Yerk was my coach in that game. Okay. And I don't remember doing great. Like I had a decent day. Mm. Um, but I just remember him asking about my bat. He was like, what kind of bat is that? And I was talking to him about my bat. I was like, this is we're talking about a bat. But yeah. Um, but that conversation got going. Mm-hmm. And then I learned that he was a pen coach and he was there with Sant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked a little bit after. And then York was super nice. And then Sant was super nice. And I talked to them and we kind of cleared that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and later that night, I was in a hotel. Um, and I got a text from York that said, we think Penn would be a great fit for you. We want to have you on campus. We want to see you mm-hmm. at a visit. That was like October. And then I visited in November. And then I didn't really hear much after that. Mm-hmm. I got offers from other schools. Um, and I was, I wanted to go to Penn. So I was kind of like, I hope I get an offer from Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a tough couple months where I had to decide between schools and where I wasn't going to go. Um, but eventually, early February, um, I did really well in a PBR showcase, and Sant called me the next night and offered me on the phone, and I accepted it right away. Hmm. And it was really cool. And I immediately got added to the, the commit group chat, and it was cool, and, and that was it. Cool. Very cool. It's a cool story. And, you know, everyone in their recruiting process, it seems sort of like once Sant makes that call, you know, it's almost instantaneous when the offer is made to accept yeah. it, right? Now, yes. um, you mentioned they brought you to campus for an official visit, right? Yeah. What was your first impression of campus? You know, what stuck out to you? Did something really be, was, was there something that jumped out and said, this is where I want to be? Yeah. So we got there. It was me, my dad, and my mom. And we were in the parking lot at Michael John Stadium. Mm-hmm. And we were just watching the team practice. And I don't remember any specifics about the practice other than the catchers. Mm-hmm. And I just remember watching them. And they were really good. And Sant was out there. And all their throws were right on the base. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, hard throws. They weren't, like, bouncing or going into the outfield. They were, mm-hmm. like, perfect. And I just remember thinking, like, wow, these catchers are legit. Mm-hmm. And later that visit, they told me, yeah, we've had a bunch of catchers in the past get drafted. Mm-hmm. I was like, it seems like it because these players are really good. Um, yeah, and then York 
took me around on a golf cart and we checked out campus and obviously it's super nice. I was just surprised. I mean, we're in the middle of Philly and it's still a college campus. It looks, it's, yeah. it's not like a city once you're actually in campus. Mm-hmm. So I think that was my like moment where I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. This is different. This wasn't, I thought I was going to school in the city and I am, but you wouldn't tell once you're on campus. You still have, you still have that real campus feel, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so now we're sticking, you know, you're still in high school at this time. You're all division honors for your sophomore and your senior year, right? Didn't have a junior year due to COVID. What did that mean to you, to your family, to your, you know, your high school program? Talk to us about that. Yeah, that meant a lot um, because coming into high school, I wanted to be the best baseball player I could be. And my freshman year, I put so much pressure on myself Mm -hmm. um, to start on varsity. And I actually did end up starting on varsity for a little bit at the end um but like I didn't do great and after that season I was like I I really want to be great and I want to play college baseball Mm -hmm. um so I worked really hard and then sophomore year I had a really good year um I made our local newspaper and I was like really like excited about that um but then I got the all division thing which was like all right that's an award I actually earned that and that's that'll look good for colleges and stuff mm-hmm. um and and yeah the junior year I was excited for and then COVID mm-hmm. and then senior year same thing all division which was cool um but yeah that first one meant a lot sophomore year because I was like this young kid who's just wanted to do really well mm-hmm. and then that was my first like moment where I was like competing with older kids and actually succeeded yeah so now we take it to your time at Penn um obviously you just finished up your freshman year right a couple things you want to talk about what player you know sort of brought you under their wing maybe it was an older guy maybe he was even a sophomore as a freshman who was someone that you looked up to whether it was for advice on the field in the classroom social life balancing academics and practice time who was that player to you and then what did you take from that you know what you take from them so that you could apply it to being a mentor to a younger player? Yeah, I think I, I'm going to go with Seth Wurchin. Mm-hmm. He was a junior, and he's going to be a senior this year. Um, he's a great guy. He's from Texas. Um, and I just remember, like, meeting him for the first time and being super, I don't know, I was scared of everyone. I was, like, really intimidated. And here's this guy, and he was, like, the nicest guy ever mm-hmm. and treated me like – any other person it wasn't like a junior and you're a freshman it was just like you're one of us um and we really just like we hung out a lot um he started a bible study which is like a thing that a bunch of us go to once a week um and he started that and we all go to that um which I think I thought was super risky because if it doesn't pan out you can probably get made fun of by the other guys pretty well but it worked and there's probably like 15 of us that go. Oh, wow. So it's actually a huge success. Yeah. Um, but on the field, he's the hardest worker we have. I mean, you saw Texas A&M, he's running through fences and I mean, he ran through like 10 fences this year. Yeah. And yeah. But like, that's, that's how you want to play baseball. Mm-hmm. Like pretty hard work. Um, but he's always having fun. 
I, I think I only saw him get mad like once. So, and that's something I like, I look at with mm-hmm. older guys. Um, great role model, always positive. Even that game he got mad. I remember like an inning later, he was joking around with me and I was right. like, what, weren't you just like mad? Because the other players get mad and they stay mad. Mm-hmm. And I want to be more like Seth where, all right, if I have a bad moment, I can be mad for a second, but it's whatever. Right. So yeah, I've really, I've watched him and in the weight room, same thing, just grind mm-hmm. and he works super hard. So yeah, Seth Wurchin's someone I look up to just because he seems to have it all figured out yeah. in every aspect at Penn. Right. So now with that, what is something that you've learned from Seth that you can take, you know, an underclassman when it's your time to be that mentor, when it's your time to be looked at as a person for advice? Yeah, I think first and foremost, it's treating the younger people as teammates, mm-hmm. not as freshmen or not as sophomores, like mm-hmm. just treating them as teammates. Right. Because going from high school to college was was hard and it was mm-hmm. super different. And the last thing you need is guys who just treat you terribly. And I'm not saying that happened. I'm just saying like, you don't want that to happen. Um, so yeah, Seth did a great job of including everyone and really getting to know all the younger guys and making them feel part of the team. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I want to do. Um, I don't want to bring a bunch of guys in and then treat them terribly. And that just messes up the culture. Um, so yeah, I'd say talking to them in the weight room, leading them through practice, um, getting something to, something to eat with them, like after class, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Is that stuff Seth has done that's worked really well. So now spring break trip, we're down in South Carolina, you know, Jackson Appel, who's our junior catcher, him and Andrew Hernandez, both get a little banged up, right? Ernie with the thumb, Jackson with the elbow. Jackson was still, they were both still sort of able to hit, but they weren't trying to push it before Ivy League game started. So you actually found yourself in the starting lineup for a decent amount of games early on in the season. Was that, you know, sort of a surprise to you? How did you adjust to, you know, thinking you might have been a bullpen catcher because we got two studs who are sort of blocking you who are both older yeah who both yeah. mash and who both are you know could throw anyone out so what was your sort of mindset like after the two of them you know are sidelined for a little bit going in catching for kevin and for joe having to step into that big role yeah looking back i'm like wow that was that was crazy but in the moment i wasn't surprised mm-hmm. you know it, it sucks seeing Ernie and Jackson go down and that was that was hard for them because they were two leaders on the team um but I treated it as an opportunity to do well I remember my first game was Wofford and I started and I played the whole game and I did terrible I was over three three strikeouts um, I, I, do, I do remember that yeah that was I rough had the, I had the camera on you every at bat it's like all right you know what? I'll record this first yeah I mean, that'd be cool and then Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. I was like, all right, yeah. so we'll get him yeah, next that was time. Terrible. Um, and like I, I texted my parents, I'm like, man, like coaches aren't gonna want to play me again after that. That's that sucked. Um, they're like, no, actually, you look pretty good and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played the next, not Charleston, it was Winthrop. Um, and I got my first hit and I got a second hit that game, and I was like, okay, this isn't that bad. I can I can handle it. And really, I just said, 
I'm just going to forget I'm a freshman now because if I'm starting catcher, I can't act yeah. like a freshman. I have to be the leader of the team. I'm the catcher. Um, I have to talk. When Joe was pitching, when Kevin was pitching, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I'm supposed to be, like, telling these guys, like, what to do and if they're doing well or not. And obviously, I see them as, like, grown adults, and I'm still, like, a high schooler in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I, like, kind of faked it until I got used to it. Yeah. And and then it started to work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think the coaches saw that. And they, they helped me. They definitely guided me in the right direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was a rocky start. But then once I got that little bit of confidence – I got like a, a ground ball that found a gap for my first hit. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I got my first hit. Now yeah. I can I can relax and right. settle in. Right. So with that, with your first hit, also comes your first home run, right? Against Wagner yeah. at home. What was that like? Dealing it off the bat, grounding the bases. Take us through that at bat real quick. Yeah. So that was a crazy game because my dad and my siblings came. Okay. My, my mom was at work. But – my brother, sister, and my dad were there. And I think I was I was over two or something. Mm-hmm. And I, when I get off to a bad start, I feel like I stay in a bad and like I have a bad game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that at bat, I was just thinking first pitch fastball, first pitch fastball, over and over and over. And in high school, I wasn't allowed to swing at first pitch fastballs. And that was a freedom that I was taking advantage of at Penn. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, first pitch fastball. The dude threw it right down the middle. And I just remember, I didn't even think. I just swung as, not as hard as I could. I just swung like normal. And I saw the ball go up and I was like, that's pretty high. And I was like, and I hit that pretty good. So I'm, I'm around him first, the ball's still up there. I'm like, that actually might go out. And I saw it hit the net and like, it didn't really process. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I didn't stop like sprinting until I almost got to second. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, jog the rest of the bases, high five Sant on the way by. I was actually mad because I, I said it out loud about time um, because I was just like, I'm getting weak hits, weak right. hits. And I, that was my first like solid like hit. And I was like, there we go. So I was actually mad. But then when I got home and there was all my guys there, Wyatt was there, uh, Tommy Courtney was there. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and then I got out the next at bat. I didn't even care. <laughs> But like that, that day I was like, wow, I just hit a home run. And as a freshman in an Ivy League game, like that's crazy. And I couldn't believe it. It took a while for that to sink in. Um, but it felt great. And we have the video and I've watched the video a million times. So yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, no, it was definitely a cool moment up in the press box. And, you know, you mentioned it as good as a player as why it is it seems like he's that much of a teammate as well, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So with that being said, your first home run, you're in rookie of the week for the Ivy League. Yeah. Again, take us through that sort of award, that recognition. How was that for you? Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I knew I was having a good week, but I didn't really know. Like I was just like trying to prove myself on the team mm-hmm. still. I wasn't really thinking this deserves an award or – I was really hoping, like, I hope this proves that I can play and be in the lineup. Right. Um, so that's more what I was thinking. But I knew I was having a good week. Um, I was feeling good. And then I was in my dorm room, and my brother sent me the Twitter post mm-hmm. that was, like, Asa Wilson's the Ivy League Rookie of the Week. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, what? Oh, so you didn't even know. 
no, I didn't know. And no one, no one reached out to me. I didn't hear anything. And my brother texted me like, congrats, man, like did it. And I was like, what? And I, I go on Twitter and sure enough, Penn Baseball Twitter, like there's your rookie of the week, Ace yeah. Wilson. I was like, I feel like I should have been told or something. Right, so someone... but, yeah. But I was, I was happy. I was literally like jumping in my room. I was so hyped. I called both my parents. Um, and that was like really cool. Cause that was like my first award since the high school all division thing. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminded me of that. Um, yeah. So I was just super excited. I didn't, I didn't really, I knew that was an award, but I don't know why I just never realized like, Oh, I'm eligible for that award. Like I could get that sometime. Right. I wasn't thinking about it, but I'm super happy that that happened and super thankful. Cause that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, next I'm going to take it into my next segment which I call hit and runs. Okay. okay. I'm going to ask you a quick question. You're going to give me a quick answer, right? Okay. Your favorite baseball team and player? Uh, Phillies, Bryce Harper. Who is the best baseball player of all time, in your opinion? Oh, man. Like um, Trout. Desert Island, three movies for the rest of your life. Three movies? Yeah. Man. Okay, Shutter Island. That was on Netflix mm -hmm. for a while. Um. The first Top Gun. I actually just watched that. I didn't watch that before. Um, oh, man. Third movie. I'm going to go Happy Gilmore. It's classic. Okay. Yeah, of course. Of course. Your favorite video game? MLB The Show. I've been grinding the show. Okay. You a big Diamond Dynasty guy? Yes, but I'm not as good as my brother okay. and Tommy Delaney. Really? Um, they're beasts. Is, so, yeah. is Tommy the best MLB the show player on the team? I, I think so. It was either him. I know Andrew Hernandez was chirping that he was the best, but I think like like legit Tommy Delaney probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, your favorite musician? Uh, Travis Scott. Travis Scott now. Okay. Ever. Michael Jackson. Okay. Okay. Marshall had the Marshall also said Michael Jackson. So, yeah. Um, and your favorite place to eat on campus? Gonna have to go Houston Market. You can get anything there. Okay, cool. And last but not least, before we wrap it up, uh, where can listeners find you on social media and give you a follow? Yeah. So my Instagram is Asa T Wilson. A S A T W I L S O N. Uh, my Twitter, I believe I changed it to be the same. Okay. Asa T Wilson. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter are like my main social media. So cool. Yep. Cool. All right. Asa, anything else before we wrap it up? I think I'm good. Cool, man. All right, everyone. This was Asa Wilson, sophomore catcher for the Penn Quakers. Thanks for hopping on today, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, All guys. Right. All right. Just want to give another huge shout out and a thank you to Asa Wilson, who's now a sophomore catcher on the team. Asa is expecting to have a big year and is excited to continue getting to work. We'll have more updates for you next Wednesday, and we'll speak to you then. Go, Quake Show on three, one, two, three. Quake Quake show. Show.